You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. The new novel by Jan Martel is The High Mountains of Portugal. Thank you for joining me, Jan. It's a pleasure, Rick. Thanks for having me. This book is driven by story, and I think story is, in a sense, a central character <laughs> in this book. Absolutely. It's been a preoccupation of mine. In fact, since my first book, my very first book was a story about stories, about how we construct stories and what they mean things to us. And Life of Pi is basically a story about two stories and the choice of stories that the people might want to choose to account for reality. And you're right, in this one too, there's also three different stories. And they're all about the narratives that we construct about our lives. I think that uh, the narratives in this book are really interesting because they are, um, each of them refers to things that happen well outside the narrative and uses those as kind of magnetic poles to drive the narrative forward. And I think that's an interesting technique of maybe the way that we experience our lives is that our stories are always heading f- towards something that's outside of the story itself. Absolutely. There's something profoundly dynamic about story. A story, mm-hmm. by definition, is not static. And I think that just reflects the, 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 the facts of our lives, that we live along a time continuum. River, as I say in my novel, time is a river. Time is a river. It flows, and we flow with it. And so our need to storytell, I think it reflects that capacity that we live in a time continuum, and we want to account for that time. In a sense, we want to direct the river of time, and we direct the river of time through the stories that we construct. Our lives are, unfortunately, tend to be a lack in resolutions Mm. (laughs) other than dinner time and maybe Sunday afternoons and our birthdays. Books provide those kind of resolutions, and in particular, mysteries, I think. I'd say books and religions. Books, stories, mm-hmm. and uh, are, are, are try to create this resolution. After all, the religious life is one that does have a resolution. At the end of it, you reach some higher state. Uh, but you're right, books also. Uh, to me, art is life sifted through and made sense of. Uh, you're right, most people's lives are slightly random, haphazard, unguided, and the mindful life, in a sense, is the artful life. Out of that randomness, you create a narrative that finally defines your life. In this book, uh, one of your characters actually achieves a mindful life uh, by virtue of his association with an animal. And I'd like you to talk about the way you use animals in your books as a means to tell human stories about the way humans live. Well, I've been using animals for basically the last three books, Life of Pi, Beatrice and Virgil, and now The High Mountains of Portugal, because I find them extraordinarily rich narrative vehicles. An animal can be what it is, whatever species it might be, whether a slug or a parrot or a giraffe or a chimpanzee, but it also be something else. It can be a canvas upon which we project all kinds of things. Um, and that makes them very versatile characters. They can wear many costumes, many masks. And so they can be uh, strongly symbolic. They can be full of meaning. And so that's half the, the battle won in being a writer. And in writing a story, when you're a writer, you want to lure the reader in. And we tend to be very cynical about our own species, but less so about wild animals. We, we tend to have a sense of marvel with, when it comes to animals. And after all, stories are all, art is all about marvel, entertaining and, and keeping that sense of marvel going. So I, I use them for, in a sense technical reasons. They're good at uh, telling stories, animals. They're good at peddling a lot of the things that a story can peddle. 
this book involves family in a variety of ways. And you use families, too, as narrative drivers for to help uh, create the characters. And so that the, in creating a character, you're creating a story of that character. Yeah, I think um, families are, um, in a sense, a, a narrative unit. Uh, in a sense, uh, people who have no family. I don't mean, I'm not talking about the nuclear family. I'm talking about the bourgeois nuclear family. Any kind of an association with their created family. You're a gay man and you're, you know, you're, 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 your gay friends are your family. I'm talking of, of families constructed like that. Those are all, I think, the premises from which we start stories. So in fact, I'd say not only families but friends. All those associations we make are narrative associations. Um, it's interesting, animals don't live with stories. They don't have stories. Even if they live in packs or in groups or in prides or whatever, those are simple associations for biological reasons. Our associations are driven by narrative. Um, um, we, through those associations, we create the stories that define who we are and why we are. I've been speaking with Yan Martel. His new novel is The High Mountains of Portugal. Thank you for joining me, Yan. My pleasure, Rick. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotron.com slash agony.